Hello, I am Zach Eichenberg, and uh, welcome back to this weekly segment of the A-Push podcast. Uh, In this podcast, we'll be diving into the causes of the 2008 financial crisis. In this episode, we're going to look at one major topic with a lot of surrounding topics that helped cause what we know today as the Great Recession. Okay, so... In order to get a good understanding of where we are in history, we have to look at a time from 1997 to 2008. During this time, housing prices from 1997 to 2005, an eight-year period, housing prices doubled. That has not been seen before in such a short amount of time in American history. In just an eight-year period, housing prices doubled, which is absolutely insane. Stock market was climbing to record highs during this time, and unemployment was at record lows. However, the catalyst happened. From 2006 to 2008, housing prices declined by 18%. Housing prices are so important and can fluctuate the economy so much, we have to dig much deeper into what causes, what happens if um, housing prices decline at such a fast rate at such a time like this. In order to do that, we have to talk about mortgages and how people buy a house in general. So a mortgage is a loan given by a bank to allow someone to buy a house. And let's let's give an example. Say I have $20,000 of cash in the bank and I want to buy an $100,000 house. One would ask, how is that possible if I don't have another $80,000 to buy the the whole house in cash? Well, there is a way around that and that is to get a mortgage from a bank. So a bank would, say, lend you $80,000 for that house, and in return, you have to make a down payment, and then you're going to have to repay that $80,000 with interest to the bank. So the bank makes money by selling mortgages because they're going to be charging you interest on what they give you. So if they give you $80,000 in and you might have to give them $82,000 after you end up paying your whole mortgage. Before this time in, 2000, in 1997 to 2005, not right before the crisis, mortgages were actually really hard to get. This is because in order to get a mortgage, you have to show the bank your financial statements and your credit scores. And the banks do this in order to get a good understanding that people will be able to pay them back and um, they will be able to make profits off um, giving mortgages. And and since the banks wanted to get as many mortgages as possible so they can make more money off interest, there were a lot of builders – and people and people building houses because with peop with the banks giving a ton of mortgages to a ton of people that were qualified for these mortgages they were paying them back the banks were making money people were bu- people were building homes and there were so many homes built that the banks couldn't get enough qualified buyers to buy these homes so they ended up going to people that were more low income 
And the banks actually got incentives from these people that were usually not as qualified to buy these houses. People were buying and getting mortgages for houses that they would just usually not afford because of the excess amount of houses built. And with the fact that people were getting houses that they really couldn't afford and they really couldn't pay back their mortgages, the banks ended up paying for the whole house. And what I'm saying that is because down payments dropped so low to almost zero because people, first off, couldn't pay their mortgages. So they're saying, hey, since I really can't pay my, since I really don't have the money to do this, let's just cut off the down payment so I can save them money to pay off your mortgage. And with that, the banks, instead of just paying for $80,000 of an $100,000 house, were paying for $100,000 of the $100,000 house. And people ended up not being able to pay for their mortgages because they were not qualified to own these houses. So what I just explained there was a prime definition of what a subprime mortgage crisis is. Before this time, 10 years ago, people were giving prime mortgages to people that I said were qualified to actually own a house that was expensive and to own a house that they could pay the mortgage back on. However, during this time, people were giving mortgages to people that were not qualified and had bad credit scores and had bad finances. And this was done by two major financial firms, the Fannie Mae and the Freddie, Freddie Mac financial firms. These firms borrowed money and used it to buy home mortgages, which then were sold to banks, which then were sold to people that were buying homes. And with that, um, and one major reason of why they were um, giving mortgages to people that were not as qualified to buy was because um, in 2005, HUD required that 22% of all mortgages bought by Fannie and Freddie represented borrowers with incomes below 60% of the area's median income. What this means is that mortgages were being sold to people that just really couldn't afford to pay back those mortgages. And with that, um, people's, people's liabilities ended up being more than their assets. A liability is what you owe to the world, and an asset is what the world owes to you. And if your liabilities are greater than your assets, you have a negative equity. And once you have a negative equity, you become insolvent. So what we're seeing during this time of a drastic decrease in housing prices from 2006 to, from 2006 to 2008 was that a lot of people became insolvent. And once you become insolvent, the person that you owe money to ends up getting all um, ends up getting your assets. And in this case, the bank, the banks that were giving these mortgages to people that really couldn't afford to pay back these mortgages, ended up having tons and tons and tons of assets that they really had nothing to do with. So um, one can say that the major cause of the 2008 financial crisis was because of financial deregulation. 
And financial deregulation is when banks are giving mortgages to people that can't really afford it. And if the banking industry was more regulated, they wouldn't be able to give those mortgages to people that couldn't afford it. They would be giving prime mortgages instead of subprime mortgages, which they were giving during this 2006 to 2008 period. With the subprime mortgage crisis and people defaulting on their mortgage payments, the banks became insolvent too, just like the people. They're at, they couldn't pay off the debts that they had because of the decreasing housing prices from 2006 to 2008. And one of the major financial firms that closed down were is named Lehman Brothers. And this is going to tie in our special guest, um, who is uh, my mom. My mom in 2007 and in to- early 2008 actually worked at Lehman Brothers. And before that, she actually worked at uh, Merrill Lynch, which is another financial firm that did similar things as um, Lehman Brothers. So in 2007 and in early 2008, my mom worked at Lehman Brothers, a global financial services firm. And uh, before Lehman, she worked at Merrill Lynch, just like I said. These firms were two of the biggest investment banks in the country, just behind Goldman Sachs and Morgan Stanley. At Lehman in 2007, my mom worked in prime brokerage, or what I would like to say during this time, subprime brokerage. Lehman was directly impacted by the 2008 financial crisis as they filed for bankruptcy in 2008. Lehman was partaking in the subprime mortgage crisis, and um, I'm going to ask my mom a few questions on what she thought about the time before the 2008 financial crisis. Okay, um, this week on the podcast, we have a very special guest, like I said, and that is my mom. Uh, I gave background details on what she did for Lehman. And um, I'm just going to ask her a quick, couple questions. So, hello, Karina. Hi, Dad. Um, my first question is, what was the atmosphere like in 2007? And how did that switch early into the phases of the financial downfall? So, in 2007, you had a lot going on with the subprime. Um, really, I think it was the summer of 2007. Bear Stearns had a couple of subprime um, a couple of bond funds that had a lot of subprime in them and um, they weren't doing so well. And that was actually pretty much the beginning of um, what set the crisis off. And then um, in 2008, people were really worried about the stability of the, of the, um, the brokerage companies and the banks, um, especially Bear Stearns and Lehman, and then later on Lehman brothers of having too much exposure to subprime. So, um, earlier in the podcast, we talked about the the years before 2007 and how the stock market was going exp- exponentially up and how there was very low unemployment and housing prices were obviously going through the roof. During that time with your time at Merrill and then Lehman, was it just everything was going perfectly or were there a little bit of a sense that there would be an economic downfall? I would say every, there was lots of euphoria and um, everything was seemed like it was like going very well on steroids. Um, and probably the only kind of thing that, that I remember kind of rocking things a little bit um, was um, was this uh, thing with Bear Stearns funds, the subprime funds. So my second question, uh, did you see a trend in Lehman giving people loans that were just not equipped or qualified to actually pay back these loans at, a, at the rate that they actually want them back? Yeah. 
Yeah, so I, I wasn't part of part of the loan giving, but that's absolutely what what folks did, um, and not just at Lehman, at places like Wells Fargo, Bank of America, uh, people gave loans that they knew um, would not be, be people would not be able to pay back um, the interest, um, and la- as long as the real estate market stayed stable, then maybe they it would be fine. But if the, if there were they weren't taking enough collateral, so if there was any downfall in the price of real estate, the banks wouldn't have enough collateral. And we talked about that before with um, people not being, with the with the downfall of the housing, with the 18% downfall in the housing prices from 2006 to 2008, the banks ended up having so much of a, so much more asset than they could pay off their debts. And that's ending, that's what ended up finishing Lehman Brothers. Um, my third final question, uh, what do you think was the cause of the subprime mortgage crisis? So it was lax lending lending standards, not taking enough collateral. Deregulation. Enough, um, deregulation, um, doing loans without enough paperwork and doing enough analysis to make sure people could pay them back. Yeah, so what we were talking about in the times before, it was actually very hard to get a mortgage because you had to give up a lot of personal information. You had to give up your finances. You had to give up, give up your credit score. You had to put a big down payment down. And since that all really just turned to nothing. People were just getting mortgages and loans that they really couldn't afford to pay back. And that is the cause of the 2008 financial financial crisis. So in this episode, uh, we covered the causes of the 2008 financial crisis. And we came to the conclusion that it was because of the subprime mortgage crisis. Thank you Thank you so much for joining and we're looking forward to another episode next week where we'll be diving into what actually happened in the financial crisis and maybe what the impacts were that led to where we are today.